When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So I'm just reading this Jeff Duncan article that he's just put out. This is, this is great, right? So I'll quote. After an off-season of rest and relaxation, his batteries sufficiently recharged, he was ready and eager to get back in the game, and he was open to returning to New Orleans. You know how I know? He told me multiple times. He said the same thing too uh, to others in his inner circle, and I'm sure he let the Saints know too. But he also knew the Saints had a head coach, someone he liked and respected. Peyton wants nothing more than for Allen to and the Saints to succeed. I don't. I. I. Yeah. I think Jeff Duncan's going to bat for him a little bit too hard, in my liking. A little bit. Oh, hi, did Jason. You, did Didn't you read the that. article he just put out, Jason? No, I did not. It's um, it's pretty insane. Like it's like Sean Payton. It is. Hey, it is Peyton one of one. Is what it sounds like. It's exactly what it is. Another reason why I'm blind. It's <sighs> it's it's almost as if it was written by Sean Payton. Oh, Jesus Christ! Holy cow! Yeah, that's not going to endear him to Saints fans anymore, is it? I mean, I mean, <laughs> I can't say he was is endeared he, to Saints is, fans is, anyway. Is, is Peyton going to get him a job in Denver? I mean. I don't know. Yeah, just replace uh, Mr. Albright, right? Nation, and thanks for joining us on this emergency instant reaction uh, podcast. We'll talk about what's been on everybody's mind the last few weeks. It finally happened. Sean Payton has finally got a job someplace else. So we will uh, we will get back to our regular show next week when we'll do the Super Bowl preview and pick up. Maybe do a little gambling prep for all the Super Bowl prop bets. But in the meantime. Only one thing to talk about. So with us today, we've got Wesley and James. You boys happy that it's over? Oh, yes. I mean, so much crap has been coming out the last couple of weeks. I'm just, I just kind of like mute it. Like I don't, didn't even care. Don't care who says what. Now this team's interviewing. He's going for a second interview, eighth interview. Just haven't given a shit. Just like when it happens, 
I'll be good. And sure enough, yesterday the news came out that Denver is the place to be. So I know there's, there was a lot of chatter from one of the Denver media guys saying there's no way it's going to be Peyton. But at the end of the day, the owners with the deepest pockets and who have already committed to Russell Wilson needed to fix Wilson because they're kind of stuck with him. So it, it really made sense for that to be the landing spot though now he's got to go up against Mahomes and Herbert twice a year uh or four times combined but um but yeah he finally goes so we get the 29th overall pick in the first round this year we get a second rounder next year and we give up a third round pick because the Saints love tossing in some of their own picks to sweep deals it happens all the time so a lot of reactions some positive, some negative. Where do you guys kind of stand on everything? I mean, I'll say, look, I'm fine with what we got. I, the Saints really didn't have a ton of leverage, I don't think. And right. you, they, did, they didn't want this hanging around the team for another season. So I'm glad it's over with, and I'm okay with what they got. So I think, um, one, I'd always said that whenever this was over, whatever the compensation was, I'm just ready to move on. Okay, let's do some mock drafts. Let's keep going. Um but but I've kind of reflected on that the last 24 hours. And one, I'll say that very few teams that have their coach quit the job get any compensation back for their coach quitting. So I think that we're lucky um, with some of the decisions that we made in places that our leadership has put our franchise in that we're getting those two draft picks back. Um the, the other thing that I kind of again, and Jason, we can't have this holding going over the holding over the team's head. Um, whatever you think about Dennis Allen, uh, we're committed to him. So let's give him the best opportunity to do the job. Sean Payton being brought up every single week isn't good for his job um, or his performance or mindset or any of that. And then just kind of the other thing I thought of. So let's say that and this is what really brought it home for me today. So if we had fired Dennis Allen a couple weeks ago, let's say if we fired him and right the day he got fired, which we're all would be happy about the, I'm just making up a team, but the, the, the Rams or the, the Raiders, the Raiders said, we need draft capital. Josh McDaniels is available or the Raider or the, the, you know, Sean McVay is available, just some sort of decent coach. And we've been like, wow, it'd be cool to have that coach. We would be pissed if we made the trade that the Broncos trade made for any coach in the league, even if, if we made it for Sean Payton, if we made it for Bill Belichick, we'd be like, he's a freaking coach. What are you doing? Giving up a first round draft pick. Like we would all like, and, and again, a lot of Denver fans and media just can't believe that they're, they're trade with the position they're in that they're trading picks. I but don't know that I'd be upset with it. I, I think, I think that I'm, I'd say that I'm okay because it's Sean Payton because we've been we know him over the last 16 years. But any coach that I don't know that well that the coverage had been, you know, Sean McVay wanted to quit last year, and you know, Sean McVay just did a system like this, and I, I don't know. I think that we'd all find the negatives and be like, why are we paying for this coach? But I think so, if, I, if 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 we were Denver fans and we just sat through the season we sat through with getting Russell Wilson, him looking like shit, Hacken looking like shit. And if you look at the history of coach trades, Parcells, Belichick, I mean, Gruden, you could say didn't work out, but two out of three worked out. I'd be thrilled to get a guy because if I'm a Denver fan, I know we're stuck with Wilson for well, two to and, three years and, at least, and you, you have to fix him. 
that's the thing that I've said through all of this is that Denver, I mean, and now everybody will say like Denver does have an escape clause after this year to get rid of Russell Wilson. They also have to eat $50 million. <laughs> I mean, so, yeah. so don't call that an escape plan. Cause that's not, that doesn't make sense because <laughs> you're making your team suck for four years in order to get rid of the quarterback. It's a way better option for them to make him work. And I think that Sean Payton, I think Sean Payton can fix Russell Wilson way easier than he can fix Kyler Murray. I think he could do well with both of them, but I'm sorry. Russell Wilson's arm right now is more lively than Breeze's was the last four years here. And he's, I think he's going to do some pretty, some pretty cool, exciting things with him. If Russell Wilson has the capacity to run the offense that he puts together. Denver have got a good running back who catches the ball out of the backfield. They've got a couple of good wide receivers. They have, two, good they have two elite wide receivers in yeah. Judy and Sutton. Yeah, they've got a good defense. It's a, they have it's, a really they have a really good roster. I mean, yes. it's, it'll be easy to see them winning. They're, ten, and their defense is going to be good. Too. Yeah. I mean, so I, I think that's why they were willing to part with the first round pick because their roster is pretty good enough as it is. You throw in a coach and look instantly Peyton's top five coach in the league again i mean there's a lot of bad coaches i love that it's the afc i i love i mean it was pretty cool that peyton in his first thing he says is well now that i'm since i'm in the afc we can you know do some practices with the saints in the offseason hell yeah i mean that's a good talented team on offense and defense that we can scrimmage with i mean all of that stuff make makes sense so i mean i yes i can nitpick the the conversation i I'm not a fan of us giving back a pick. I think that no. just doesn't make sense. Like <laughs> if we're going to give back a pick, ask for less. <laughs> right. Um, just... But when it comes down to it, getting the first is great. Getting anything more than the first is great. And basically we got a first and a third um, trading up from the third round to the second round costs a third. So we got a first and a third for him. And there was a couple months ago, people were saying that we weren't going to get anything for him. And then a week ago, people saying that we were going to get a third or the ninth pick overall in the draft for him. Like nobody had any idea. Him being gone, the drama being gone, the threat of him coming back, which he wasn't going to do being gone is, 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 is an upgrade. And we got a first round pick again, so we can, uh, we can get a player. Our, uh, our draft day live stream is back on. (laughs) We're back in baby. Right. I might pass but, out before, before. But for me, that pick's going to be at approximately 4.45 a.m. Uh, that's all right. <laughs> if, You're going to take off. If, the next well, if, we anyway. stay, if we stay at 29. I just, I, Jason, the first thing I said when we said that, I was like, pick 29. I'm not sure if Jason's going to be able to speak like that. You're going to have to pace yourself well, or go with a completely I, different strategy. Well, than, I mean, you, you know, we're going to, we're going to trade up anyway. Right. I mean, <laughs> we're not going to stay at 29. We're going to trade up because that's what we do. <laughs> So yeah, I, I will definitely have to have to pace myself. <laughs> it's a I, long day. Uh, look, I, I actually passed out and fell asleep during the first half of the AFC title game on Sunday. <laughs> so yeah, it'll 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 be a long night. But yeah, look, I, any kind of conversation is is fine. I mean, I, I know there was a, a post on Twitter of all the recent 29th overall picks, and yeah, they're not great. So. It, it's uh, at that point, it's going to be a crapshoot. But if you can hit on a guy, you've got a cost controlled player for five years. You just have to hit on it. And I would honestly love to trade back and accumulate more picks, even though that's not what we do. So I don't want to. I mean, I mean we're going to go into next year essentially with three first round picks out of the last two drafts. 
We've got to bear that in mind with Alave and Penning from this year and whoever gets picked. So do you think that does Sean poach anybody from us? I mean, I'm sure we all hope he poaches Pete, but um, I, I don't see that. I think that he's going to take, um, Oh, um, my mind just went blank. Um, his offensive coordinator, that got fired in San Diego or sorry, Lombardi. Lombardi. He'll take, he'll, I think, I think he hires Lombardi back. That makes sense. Perfectly. Lombardi and Russell Wilson makes a lot of sense. Um, I, I can't see him like coming after Richard. Like Denver's got a great. If he fires Denver's defensive coordinator, he's a moron. I mean, you, you. I, I hope. I, I get it. He wants to be in charge and have his people, but that guy's doing a good job. Well, it's Sean's way. We'll see. I mean, I, I, I'm sure we, we all hope that he picks Pete. Is any of this remotely a humbling experience for Sean Payton? That I mean, we're seeing from Duncan the Saints that he he wanted to come back from the Saints. The Saints didn't want him back. The he wanted to he he wanted to be a first pick of a few different teams. And we know that there's multiple teams that immediately when he said whatever, he wanted close to 20 million dollars. They they weren't interested. And then now we've got depending on who you talk to, he's at least Denver's second pick, if not third, fourth or fifth. Um, now, now I will say I don't think that he was Denver's second, third, fourth or fifth pick if it was just, if all things were even, but when it came to, Oh, I have to give up a first rounder and I have to pay him 20 million. I think if everything was the same, he would have been the first pick of everybody. Well, they, they, I mean, they were conflicting reports yesterday, weren't there from the various <laughs> from talking the two heads. Biggest, from the two yeah. biggest NFL yeah. insiders. There Schefter is. and Rapsheet were, 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 were very differing views. I think it was Rapsheet that said that Denver tried again to get D'Amico Ryan's, on Monday for a, for a second time, they tried Harbour at the weekend and he said no. And then they went back to Peyton when D'Amico Ryan said he was not interested and was going to go to Houston instead. Well, so it's at least third choice according to rap sheet, but Schefter was like, no, 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 it's always been Peyton. Always been see Peyton. A, thing, a thing today saying that they will say a hundred percent of the time, like those guys in those positions aren't really ever wrong. So when it's the second person puts a conflicting thing, the second person is helping someone save face. And that makes perfect sense. We know that we know that Sean Payton has friends in the media. We know he has powerful friends in the media. And uh, we know he's been able to get a story out there, you know, no matter how unlikely it is. And I, I'm pretty sure that Schefter was just doing him a favor of, okay, I'm not going to have you look like the idiot. Yeah. So... What do you reckon was the point or who do you reckon the story came from that during the season, I think it was sometime in December, that Peyton wanted to come back to the Saints? I think it's true. Yeah, I, yeah. No, no. So I but, hate the way that, that Dun Duncan is doing nobody, including himself or Saints fans or Dennis Allen or the organization or even Sean Peyton, a favor by the way he's handling this right now. But I think that Peyton reached out and said, I want to, I want to come back. This is the job I want. And we said we're not in the Sean Payton business anymore. That's pretty interesting. If that's if that's what happened, that's pretty interesting. I mean, I know there's a lot of drama surrounding him, but I I watched the year of Dennis Allen. I don't want that. <laughs> yeah, I think. Listen, I think that I mean, of you know anybody that's you know a a genius or. A control freak or whatever that has all the positives that come along with him. 
Um, there's negatives too. And I think that he never would have been forced out the door by Mickey Loomis or Miss B. But I think once he left and they got to look around and take a breath without him in the building, they liked what they were doing. They liked the way they, they felt better. And um, I mean, I mean, I just listen, we sit there and talk about like nobody wearing the wrong cleats and nobody being, you know, stuff like that. I mean, there's different things and the attention to detail is fantastic and is great for in-game adjustments and all, but I'm sure it stresses the hell out of like every single person that has to walk down the hallway and look at them. It cannot be fun dealing with that 24 seven. Probably but not. I, I think that it's it's a semi-admission. Listen, I, I believe that Sean Payton had worn out himself. Like, I mean, the hours that we've heard he works and the amount of time that he spends thinking about it and designing things. I mean, he comes up with incredible stuff. I, I think he needed a break, but I also like I think he, he knew that he's never going to have the control anywhere else that he had here. No. Yeah. Nobody's ever going to give him anywhere close to it. And I think I really wonder if he's going to, I don't think he can stick anywhere. He's he, I don't, I can't see him, whatever job he took, it's not going to be a five-year job. He might do a great job and still get fired. Like this is Jimmy Johnson getting fired after winning the Super Bowl. Like I could mm-hmm. see something like that happening. And it's, it's, I mean, no, it's not going to surprise any of us. No. So how, how now- awesome would that be? Seriously. Two years from now, he leads them back, wins the Super Bowl. I did this. I fixed everything. They should have paid me more. They should have traded more for me. I'm worth everything they did. General manager, you're fired. <laughs> Get out. You can see it. I mean, it, it, it sounds insane because, well, the, the, when it happened to Jimmy Johnson, it was two big egos, but Jerry Jones was the moron and it, it took it too far. I could see yeah. Peyton on this side just taking it way too far. <laughs> yeah. So now he's gone. He Woo-hoo. was coach for he was coach for 16 years, right? The most successful coach in Saints history. Well, well hold on. It's yeah. not a very long list of no, successful coaches. No, 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 just, no, no, it's what not. What do we say? We want to say <laughs> but, but he is the most successful coach in Saints history. And my question is, should he have been more successful? Absolutely. Yeah. Underachieved. One one Super Bowl is not enough. When you have for what he had, yeah. When you when when you got Breeze and you and and you can do all that, yeah. It's frustrating and it's crazy to think. I mean, we were so close to really having really good shots. Three three for sure. And having three for sure. Three for sure. I mean, it's totally different if we win an eleven and we win an eighteen. I mean, that that's that's really what should have happened. Well, if we and won then, in 18, I think he'd have gone after that, if I'm yeah. being honest with you. Well, I think we may have – they may have come back to, like, defend and then left after 19. Yeah. The, the thing is is that Breeze probably leaves if we win in 18. So I think that Sean Payton getting the rebuild a couple years earlier maybe keeps him. Um, it's just uh, – yeah, so that, that would have been more interesting, that whole thing. Because remember when we thought Breeze was out, Sean Payton did sign an extension. Yeah. Because, um, I mean, he – he, wanted to be part of like the the exciting young players we had of course he also thought that he had two different quarterbacks on the roster yeah. that could start in the nfl <laughs> but no I, I mean yeah you listen and it all i mean 11 is the craziest still 
no matter what go happened in Minnesota or anywhere else, that's the worst play for me in 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 history. That I just I that mean like because eleven hurts we, more than eighteen because, for me. Because yeah. 18, 18 I go we win that game and I am eighty percent confident we win the Super Bowl. In eleven we win the Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> like I mean like like no, and no. I I think we like have a all time Super Bowl performance of just blowing the doors off of everybody. I mean. Uh, yeah so yeah the the giants did not i mean the, eli manning admitted they were terrified of the saints that they had no chance of beating that team yeah they they would much rather have gone to san francisco than come to new orleans and made yep. that for that for that title game so but, but, but yeah i mean it, yeah you have you have to say and again there's there's some underachieving there i mean for sure of what what should have been and could have been yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, eighteen is obviously very different, and we know the reasons why, and we don't need to rehash those. I've got to say, and we'll probably cover this when we review and preview the Super Bowl. The whinging about the plays, the the the, the Eagles catch that wasn't a catch um, in their title game, and then the hit on Mahomes, or you know, I, nobody can say anything about bad calls in a title game. <laughs> just, just, just don't. As far as, as far as I'm concerned, you know, fuck you all. You all told us to move on, so get over it. Fuck you. I hope it happens to every single team. <laughs> every single team. You all deserve it. They all deserve it. That's the way I look at it. I mean, it, it's amazing the incompetence of the fucking NFL, man. It really is. And nothing ever changes. Well, well and and again, this. I mean, we're definitely getting off of Sean. Definitely veering off. But are, it's yeah. but it's an easy fix with a company that has enough money to fix it. Yeah, I mean, for sure. You, you take you you take really smart college players who aren't going to make it in the NFL. They're twenty five. You wait till they're about thirty years old. You have them doing refereeing. When they turn thirty, they're still athletic. They can still outrun everybody. They can still see with their own eyes without glasses. They can speak into a microphone correctly and move around the field. You make those guys full time referees. You pay them, you know. 300 grand a year to study all year on the rules and stay in shape and be paying attention. And you get, you know, 30, 35 year old guys that are in incredible shape and know the, know the game. Cause none, uh, sorry, this is way. And then also you have all the technology where somebody can buzz down at any second. We have microchips in the ball. We know if the ball is a first down, we don't need anybody to look. We don't need to pull out a chain. You don't need fucking chains. hundred percent. There is a, a green light that comes on first down and, it's automatic. You don't have it's, to wait. You don't have to throw challenge flags. Nobody has to rush up to the line. Like, hey, so look, easy. the ball yeah. made it there. They have that technology of showing where on the field the ball went. And yeah. if it was a touchdown, and if it was a first down, it when the person went out of bounds, it's all right there. And it's able to be used. The only thing they can't do is define what a catch is. <laughs> Never. <laughs> Sorry, that went way off topic there. But hey, to to be honest, I guarantee you there's some technology that if they wanted to like have it ready in the next 18 months, they could have technology where all the wide receivers, there's a certain glove they're wearing that also has a chip in it. And you know, if the ball's hitting the ground or if they're in control, I get all that stuff's like super simple. Yeah. Like with the technology we have, that's not, that's not next generation. See, for me, so, what they should do is they should make any football that hits the floor explode. Then we know. <laughs> <laughs> Only a gentle explosion, nothing major. Just, yeah, just a, like confetti. Yeah. confetti. Yeah, yeah. Just, I was going to say, just have a little powder come out. 
Um, or, no, that's the deal. When the football crosses into the end zone, the football explodes, explodes. like into like a <laughs> yes, it turns into two pom poms, and you pick it up and you shake it. Perfect. Like this. <laughs> so, uh, uh, get back to Peyton. Do you oh yeah, think, Sean Peyton. Right. Do you think? Uh, I mean, I know we're not going to watch Denver that close, but I got to think now. I mean, we were bitching that they had a lot of primetime games last year. They're going to have a lot of primetime <laughs> games this year. Um, do yeah, you I think, think that this puts them back in because the bad record probably eliminated them, but this puts them right back to... I mean, you know, like, they're going to get that uh, a Monday night game again. The, the Peyton's first game, I mean, on national TV. Do you think that... So so here we go. If the Chiefs win the Super Bowl. Uh, do you think that... Kansas City, Denver... Week one, that, Thursday that night. Denver starts getting uh, officiated differently like the Saints have been. Hey, I don't care. <laughs> I, am, I know. I, uh, I, oh, it, I guess it's just, it's just kind of something to, something to, to with, look at. Well, well hey, Does so he take if it they with do him? that, do they stop screwing us right. finally? That's, that's this, what I'm hoping. Is this what he's legally, technically been under contract to the Saints, so we had to keep treating the Saints terribly, like now that he's officially we have, gone. We have had a clean break. Leave us alone. I mean, there's, there's, is there some sort of like ceremony we need to do at the, the 50 yard line or something? It's just uh, the, that cleanses the place or what? <laughs> Sacrifice Tom Brady on the 50 yard line in the dome. So, yeah, I mean, hopefully, but. I'll, I'll, I will watch, uh, I will watch some Denver games this next year. I want to see, I want to see if he can fix him. I, I, I think that. Listen, I think he's going to do great things with Russell Wilson. I think that he can fix him. I don't see them finishing above the Chargers or the Chiefs in that division, though. I could see them finishing ahead of the Chargers. Man, it'll be tough because I think the Chargers will be better next year, and they had ten wins, and the Broncos had five. Like if he if he has a six game turnaround. And gets them to eleven wins. I mean, he could. He's the greatest coach in NFL history. I mean, he again. probably figured they were a, they were an eight or nine win team baseline. A shitty coach drops them down. A good coach brings them up. So yeah. I could easily see him winning eleven or twelve. It'd be it'd be incredible. Plus, you know, he wants to stick it to the Chargers because that's really where he wanted to go. <laughs> I could see a little bit of that. <laughs> so, so anything else on on Mister Coach Peyton? No, nope, don't no. have anything on Peyton. My my biggest thing is I'm I'm glad this is over. I'm glad yeah. we can move on. I'm uh, you know ready to start getting ready prepared for the draft, and I'm glad we have a first round pick. And it's just uh, let's let's put it behind us and move on, please. Yep, I'm ready yeah, for the we Saints. Couldn't to- we couldn't go through the 2023 no. season with 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 him still sat in a studio wearing different colored ties <laughs> for whatever team it is he wanted to <laughs> sign for That's that right. week. Yeah. Um, and um, yeah, Denver at the Dome in 2024. That'll be, be awesome. fun. That'll be a hot ticket. You think he'll yeah. do the come out and do the Houdet chant? Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and say no on that one. Do you think we unveil his uh his Saints Hall of Fame uh, portrait at his, halftime? His statue. Put him in the Ring of Honor. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, stuff gotta go in there at some point. So, I'd like right, to well, think that, that's going to happen when he's retired. Yeah, probably so. Could be in three years. Who knows? Uh, it's not about Peyton, but I do have a final thought. Okay, go for it. I, and I'll never do this again, ever, but I am at least going to say something about Tom Brady retiring. Um, I've hated him when he played for New England. 
hated him, obviously playing for the Bucks. Um, and until his last few years with the Bucks, I would still argue that Joe Montana was a better quarterback than him and that Tom Brady would be number two. Uh, Tom Brady's the greatest quarterback of all time. Uh, the, the stuff he did, I mean, you, you, there's lots of things that people will say about uh, different quarterbacks and the offense that they were on and the team and how much they threw. The guy was incredible. He took a bunch of different teams. He played for a, an organization that did not believe in committing to players and just got rid of them all the time and didn't pay them. And he continued to win and then go somewhere new with a team that could not win and, and won again. So um, I think that he'll stay retired this time. Hopefully we never have to talk about this again. It seemed like it was a real thing, but uh, he is the greatest quarterback of all time. So uh, whether you hated him or liked him, it was it was definitely got you fired up to watch him play. And it was awesome that the Saints sat him down for the almost the entire fourth quarter of a game in uh, – 2009 in, uh, or 2008 when we went on to win the Super Bowl. 2009, yeah. Oh, 2009, yeah. And uh, Monday Night Football that we sat him down and he went and sat over the bench and knew the game was over. I mean, the Saints are one of the teams that he had the worst regular season record against. I yep. think probably the worst. The worst. The worst regular season record. Um, but yeah, no, there, there is there is no doubt he is the greatest quarterback of all time. And, you know, um, I'm just glad that he's going into the hall two years after Drew. Sorry, it'd be a year after Drew. A year after Drew, yeah. It'd be a year after Drew. Yeah, I do like that. Yeah, that was actually a good thing about him coming back is we didn't have to have Drew completely outshined at the quarterback ceremony, the Hall of Fame ceremony. So on on that, you've got to imagine that Drew's going to get the last speech at his Hall of Fame has to. He's going to be the best player in his yep. whoever gets selected anyway, this year. He's going to be the best we'll player. talk about that in 2026. Yeah. Whatever. We got that. Yeah. Uh, yes, I do not have any final thoughts. So with that, we will uh, we will get out of here today. We'll be back in a few days with our Super Bowl preview. But until then, say goodnight, donkeys. Goodbye, Peyton donkeys. I totally botched that up. So long, farewell, baby, bye-bye And now we're leaving with tears in our hearts We'll be back soon, so don't you cry So long, farewell, bye-bye So long, farewell, bye-bye So long, farewell,
so very much, my friends. With a big bad voodoo daddy, we'll see you on the other side.